dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash DJ Killer Kev. Back at it again, You Can't Make This Up podcast, episode 65. 65. With the whip, 65 on the highway, man. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We back at it, man. Yes, uh, sir. Shoot, let's just jump into it, man. How was the whole week, man? I know you had a big birthday party going on man. for one of the little ones. You always know how, you know, we talked about this last week. Uh, party for a one-year-old turned to parties for the adults and the older kids. So yeah. We, we went ahead and just did it. You know, the first birthday got to mean something. Mm-hmm. So we got the big boy cake and Pops made the ribs, of course. Hey, Moms off the made bound. the mac and cheese, of course. And we had about 25, 30 show up, which is what we wanted. And, you know, kids played musical chairs and. My little my little kid had on her little tutu and she had her little princess uh crown on and we just we just kicked it, but it was a it was a nice a nice day. Mm-hmm. That was that was yes. it's been raining all week. It was just nice to be outside, musical chairs going on, kids running my my seventy, almost seventy one year old stepfather mm-hmm. got in the races and beat all but <laughs> Me. <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. You can't let them beat you, dog. You got to let them know. And then, but then on the back side of that, when it's cleanup time, hey, can, can you help me? My back is on fire. Can you help me do this or that? So, yeah, we, we had a good time, though, man. Nice time with the fam. Super dope, man. Super dope. Yeah, you talked about the rain, man. The one day it didn't rain this week, I actually got a chance to get out there on my bike. I saw that. You went to, like, Lima. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get up to Lima. No, I made it up a little bit past Tipsy, yeah. <laughs> which ended up being basically a 20-mile bike ride. I normally, whenever I ride my bike, I always do at least 10. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That normally, eh, probably about anywhere between 45 to 50 minutes. So I knew the forecast for the rest of the week, and I knew, I was like, this is only going to be my only time to get out here this week. So mm-hmm. I got to make a count. So I, I hit that, I passed my normal turnaround spot. So I was like, hey, I'm going to stretch it. I'm going to get that's a couple miles. I'm scarred from that one time. <laughs> I told you all that story when I rode in Beaver Creek to like Xenia and the bike messed up. I had to walk it back. So that turnaround point for me, like I get nervous. <laughs> like if I get going too far, it's going to be terrible coming back if something happens. Absolutely. <laughs> it's funny you say that, man, because uh, the week before that, or maybe like two weeks before that, um, I try to switch it up a little bit. But most of the time, I end up going the same way because I really like the scenery and it's a lot of shade that way. You know, that sun beat oh, down yeah. on you. It's like, oh, uh, you don't like it. So I go the opposite way. So I'm headed towards Riverscape. Yeah. So, you know, we I pass the, uh, the golf course over by the casino. I'm whipping the whip. I'm in and out. And uh, passing um, just over Stanley, the bridge oh, over Stanley. Yeah. And uh, I see a couple little pieces of glass or whatever. So I'm... <laughs> so, Hit my uh, marker at five miles. Turn around. Heading back. Zipping, 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 zipping. And then I'm noticing something like. <laughs> noticing that wobble, wobble. That, that, that shaky, wobble. shaky. Everybody know that bike wobble. Yeah, and I look <laughs> down and I see that back tire like. 
and the bike telling you, you got a few more minutes before something bad happens when it starts wobbling. Yeah, man. <laughs> and thank goodness I was only two miles away from my car. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was like, damn. So I just I hunched that bitch on my shoulder and did a slow man trot, yeah. cut across the field, got back, man. Yeah, it was like, so I definitely hit up the bike shop and went and got me a new inner tube. And I was like, all right, well. And normally I always take my inner tubes with me my spares and my air pump just in case something like that happened. But I was like, ah, I'm only doing a quick down and back. It ain't too much mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> two miles when you're not expecting to walk two <laughs> miles, carrying a bike, rolling yeah. a bike. Like if you just doing two miles without the bike, it ain't shit, but yeah. you got something there to steer or carry. It's a bitch. And, and you, and you go through like seven different carrying techniques <laughs> trying to get yes. it back. Cause I, you, I had the front wheel up. I'm walking the back tire. I had, on the side, walking it, yep. trying to pick it. It's like, it's no comfortable way to walk about it. At all, man. <laughs> so you're not walking as fast as you want to. Because I could have ran that bitch out if I was just running, but I had the wheels. So, you know, that was a lesson learned. Yeah. Keep your shit with you at all times. So I got two extra inner tubes in case something go wrong. I got some flat fixing shit. I was like, all right. Because <laughs> I was like, man, I'm going to get, I'm going to hit my my 50 mile marker this year i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna do a 50 mile bike ride maybe even try to stretch it like 60s just to put my brother out of reach <laughs> so i did that this week got on my bike a little bit for that journey it was actually a smooth little ride man it's uh i done it before i actually went further out but uh you know i like they got like a little water park out there in tip city that you pass mm -hmm. you see like little bakeries and shit like that so it's it's beautiful scenery you know what i'm saying the thing about it, man, you got to keep in your mind is you just riding your bike. You just riding your bike. Yeah. You got to keep thinking like, all right, Jason's not out in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not out in this bitch. And even if he is, I'm about to hit the pedal on this <laughs> nigga. So, like, you know, it, it's amazing that it's some people that be out there really walking it out. Like, like you know what I'm saying, by themselves. Like, mm -hmm. let's believe that uh, when I'm out there on that path, man, I'm safe if yeah. you can dig my drift. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's me. I... I remember like that little, you know, you'd be riding, it'd be that random uh, place to sit, you know, it just be, it just pops up on you. And it's like, I better recharge for a second because if some jump off, I'm ready, but let me yeah. just recharge for a second. That shit gets spooky out there. Yeah. I ain't going front, man. You get covered by all the woods and you know, hey, it's, it's five o'clock in the afternoon, sun out. But it sure looked like about 930. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I grew up with a bike path behind my house. Okay. So, like, you know, the walk to my high school might have took, you know, seven minutes. Mm -hmm. But four of those minutes was on a bike trail. And don't let me try to be going to my dude's house at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock trying to play the game. You know, yeah. it was like that walk. It's like you hear everything. You hear every 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 noise you hear. And it's like, what was that? Oh, oh man. It's funny you say going. that, man. Because, uh. <laughs> The hill, the street I grew up on is called Hilton. So you come up like this gigantic hill and it's the, the neighborhood is called the hill. Mm -hmm. So you got, you know, Hilton, Haverhill, Rayburn, Westburn. Like it's all these, these uh, streets that lead up to this one big street. And uh, behind all these houses and streets, this whole big neighborhood is that big wooded area that I told you about. And there's one way in. And one way out, basically, you can... It, no, it's like two ways out. And you go down Haverhill, you can go down Rayburn. So, like, then you get back to the main street, which is Euclid. Right. But, you know, like I said, it's pathways back there. So, 
where we used to play football is a huge field. So it's a pathway that you can cut through, get to the football field where we played through, and then get to the other side. So which leads you to another neighborhood. So when we actually moved, it was uh in a car, it's probably like a 10, 15 minute drive, but a walk. You know what I'm saying? It's a hump. So to eliminate that hump, to cut it to half of that, you cut through the field and cut through the woods and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, in the daytime, it's Gucci. Right. But, you know, when I'm over there hanging out in my old neighborhood or whatever, it's a, are uh, you looking at the watch? Like, oh, shit, it's like nine, sun yeah. starting to go down. It's the summertime, so you're like, man, I'm good. Yeah. 10 o'clock roll around. I'm not walking through there, Dolo. <laughs> like, I would get the homies like, hey, man, walk me to the field at least. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, nigga, you on your own. It would be nice that I'm like, man, I'm taking the long way, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just, you know, you get, you you still young, but right. you like, man, you done heard some spooky shit. You done mm. seen the damn moose in there the other night. <laughs> and, like, that's how far gone I would be. I'd be like, man, I'm taking a long way home. And a long way home would consist of going down this big-ass hill, crossing past the projects, the dope fiends, then going up another big-ass hill. The only good part about that trip was if I was uh, this girl, uh, I'll leave her name out, <laughs> uh, this certain female that lived uh, at this house that we always used to pass that we used to try to holler at. And I hollered on the right day one day. Yeah. So shots out to her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's. That's what it's about, man. That that just that lifestyle, man. I, that's what I miss. I wish I could be. I wish I could just go outside and spend the whole day outside, yeah, and not have to worry about this phone <laughs> or what email I missed or what, oh, man. you know, what gig I I need to talk to. You know, just 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 to turn all that off and just be outside. Like I was an outside kid, yeah, man. And, and I still like, I when we have functions and you know family gathering everybody in the hot house i'm outside like, yeah I, man that's just how i roll man i love i wanted to outside. say this too real quick before we uh get going going it's how it helps me uh stay accountable okay so i started my weight loss journey i was hey. i was 370 okay weighing myself at mom's yesterday i am exactly 320 i done lost 50 pounds man clap so, it up clap it proud, up. proud of that helps me uh keep rolling what so. you been doing man i, I really just what I you know to do something every day, mm-hmm. and it ain't been like necessarily the gym. Just literally, if 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 I if it's six seven o'clock and I'm like, man, I ain't did nothing. I just push up, sit ups, and go for a walk. Yeah. Or if it's a, you know, I might go play golf, or I might go to the gym. And then one thing I've done is stop eating late, mm. and, and I only eat until I'm satisfied. Mm. Though I used to be, my family was. My family does everything in the kitchen. Everything is centered around the kitchen. We gather in the kitchen. We talk about topics in the kitchen. It's like just the kitchen. And my mom is, is is I love her to death, but she is the queen of, I made meatloaf in there. It, another, another, another day or two, I'm throwing it out. You better get some. I got this in there. I got that in there. And it's like, I had the mac and cheese before. Yeah, man. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like she don't want to waste it. Yeah. She want to offer it. Yeah. But it's like, I ate, so I'm like, before I'd be like, bring it, I'm ready, you know, stuff it down again. I just stopped doing all that. Dope. And and I've noticed I'm feeling better, you know, clothes falling off my ass, so that's a good sign, and I'm just trying to keep it rolling, so. Man, my biggest thing with, you know what I'm saying, staying in shape and eating healthy is I can eat healthy meals. I have an addiction to sweets. Yeah. Like, and just like they say, uh, 
sugar is a drug. Oh, and yeah. that's, that's a fact, man. Like I can, like I can eat candy and cookies all fucking day. And mm-hmm. it's, you can, you know, like I really shouldn't be doing this. But the first thing I do after I do it, I go brush my teeth. Like, oh, I got to keep my teeth good. Yeah. No, nigga. You, you, <laughs> you, you know what you're doing? You're fucking up. Exactly. Twice. <laughs> I didn't have a single cupcake yesterday. I didn't have none of no cakes. Oh, nigga. No. Nothing. My, my wife. Oh, my wife. My wife. <laughs> she wanted to buy little candies and make little, you know, like party favors for the kids and stuff. So we went to Sam. We got this big tub of Laffy Taffy's. This big tub of Twizzlers. Ooh. This big tub of Push Pops. There's all these different stuff. I promise maybe people had three things out of all those tubs. We got all this candy. I'll come through. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like. Especially them Twizzlers. Yeah, I'm like, I can't. You got you to gotta do something with this. Like, I just can't. I can't be. I don't want to be around it because I know I'm going to be like, that banana and green taffy ain't going to bother nobody. <laughs> then that's shot. You know, the next thing I know, I had 17 taffy throughout the day. And exactly, I'm like, I'm like man. I can't. I can't. My wife is the same way, man. <laughs> she buys, we'll buy a whole bunch of fruits and vegetables and everything like that but she'd end up buying some fucking grippos yeah <laughs> like what the fuck why did you buy the grippos i'm so I'm, i just just one bag ain't hurt you know i'm gonna tear the grippos bag. Yeah, motherfuckers you, to death you always eat 80 percent of a grippo bag out <laughs> right the gate. out the gate this is terrible it's terrible for business but you gave me a homework assignment man yes i did it was something that i saw actually don't be ryan drake he sent me the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is right up my alley. Yeah. Defiant Ones. Yes. HBO. Dr. Man. Dre. Jimmy Iovine. How their relationship came. And, uh, you know, the homework assignment, it was easy for me. Yeah. It was just getting the wife to allow me to do the homework <laughs> right. assignment. Because we are in the middle of Orange is New Black. We got Snowfall on the DVR, slowly but surely stacking up. And she like, nope, no more moose shows until we finish Georgia New Black. So I get home on Friday before I go to the club and everything. She's not at home. She's over at Elder Beerman getting some new towels. I'm like, excellent. How long you going to be? Oh, probably about 45 to an hour. Great. Perfect. Turn it on. I'm watching, 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 watching. It's probably like 10 minutes left. She walk in the house. Hey, what's up? Plop down on the couch. What you watching? It's like, oh, the defiant ones. It's like, oh, <laughs> you're watching it without me. <laughs> and I told you no more new shows until we finish Orange and New Black. It's just four more episodes. You can't wait. I was like, look, I have a homework assignment. We have the pot. I have to get this in. And furthermore, it's fucking Dr. Dre. Man. <laughs> It's Dr. Fucking Trey, man. And I and I loved how they did that when they really like you saw how Jimmy Iovine became Jimmy Iovine. Mm. Like from the beginning. Yes. You saw how Dre became Dre from the beginning. And it really like there's I I I absolutely love Docs just for the fact when Snoop is sitting in the chair. When, you know, just just that one on one talk that when Dre like I mean, you know, I'm not saying that on camera, bro. Like, you know, just yeah. those moments for me is like why I watch documentaries, especially hip hop. So. Absolutely. And Love as it. you bring that up, because it's a it's the main reason why I prefer documentaries over biopics. Oh, yeah. You get way more information. You learn way bigger details about who they are as people and how certain things came about. And, you know, just the whole stories and everything like that. And also something that you especially at this documentary that wasn't in the uh, NWA biopic, 
was the importance of JJ Fad yeah. to Ruthless Records. Yeah. You know, and and that's something, you know, having an older brother, I knew. And, you know, for them to get there, you know what I'm saying? A little shout out mm-hmm. on there was was dope for, for yeah. me. Yeah. But there's one thing I don't know. What's go go for it. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, we're gonna leave that in there. Um, no, but the dope thing about it is I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. They got their just do. But the person that gets absolutely no just do in the whole NWA, NWA and the posse, got to be a Rayburn Prince. He gets yeah. nothing. See, I, see, I didn't know love. much about Dot DLC. Yes. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I, I knew a little, but like that really like laid it out for me too. It's like, he was pretty important to them. He, he huge. Got, he got a lot of them through them tracks. And, yes, and, and and sitting in the corner, probably helping you with your punchline. Like yeah, DLC meant a lot to them. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. He was the third writer of the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I knew that obviously just from having an older brother, and uh, that's that's one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. Uh, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. I mean, to production on that, the samples that Dre uses on it, and I it's something I never noticed until they said it in the doc that. You don't cuss. Yeah. So I went back purposely yesterday and listened to it. I was like, yo, he's not cussing. <laughs> the only people that cuss are on the grand finale is uh Ren, Easy E, and uh Cube. Yeah. They're the only people that cuss on the entire album. So wow. you got a whole entire album from a quote unquote West Coast. I know he's from Texas, yeah. everything like that, but coming out of Ruthless Records with no cussing. Yeah. And at that time. At that time. And uh <laughs> and it was the height of it all. The way Dre freaked uh the formula sample. Yeah. Man, listen. <laughs> listen, that that boy goes in, man. Yeah. But the the way Jimmy Iveen came up, like the back in the day. We that's, talk that's about back in the day. Bono and like like when they said he spent a year calling every day, calling this person, trying to get him, you know, out of the contract, whatever whatever the yeah, situation. Yeah. Like, but how often do you spend every day trying to get a, a a mission accomplished? And when in that year does it start to become I'll call tomorrow? Yeah, or I'll call a couple. Like that's what I'm the, gonna let that's, him breathe. That's when the greats really be like, no, every day, you know. And then they even had a little bit of puff, you know, in there talking about that whole bad boy. And then for me, the the, the, the I today. I'm gonna go watch on YouTube if I can find it. The Source Awards. Oh yes, it's from on 95. there. It's on there. Cause then talking about that, that's when I really like. I can remember that. Like that's oh. like I can really remember that. And like to hear them talk about that again, and all the Suge stuff, and the crowd is full of pyros and crips. And, I mean, just all that man. Like that's hip hop for me. Man. That's so. hip hop. I remember that <laughs> night too, man. It was. I remember. The house we lived in, you had to cut through my bedroom to get to my brother's room. And the way we had the TV set up, you could see, I could see it and he could see it from his room. So it was in my room. And I was knocked out and he like, yo, wake up. The Source Awards is on. I'm like, huh? A war show? Who cares about a damn war show? No, you want to see this. <laughs> and they opened it up with Death Row. Mm-hmm. Dre coming out, ring, ding, dong. <laughs> Everybody, Snoop, close it out with uh, Murder Was a Case. Mm-hmm. And then you watching and you seeing, like, everybody on there. Like, this is, like, 92, 91, 92. So you got to think about it. This is 
John Singleton's there. Yeah. Shoot, Chris Webber's in the fucking building. Yeah. Like, it's everybody. <laughs> everybody that's a somebody is in the building. And then when you watch that moment where basically everything changed that night. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Without a doubt. When Suge Knight said the all in the videos, yeah. come to death row. <laughs> Got Danny Boy up there with him, throwing it up, <laughs> sagging, showing his draws. Yeah. He snoop. And then the the very next award is Puff winning. Like I was the person that was being talked about. And it's all monotone with it, shook up from yeah. it. Then after that, you got Biggie winning. Then you got you got Snoop coming out. Hey, ain't no love for the West Coast in, in, in here in New York. And then the <laughs> capper on that, the capper on that, man. Outcast won an award also. Outcast got fucking booed. Can you believe that? Yeah. You think in 2017 you would ever say, yeah, Outcast got booed, yo. Like booed when? by who? Yeah, when? Exactly. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> like that, That's like the biggest difference between now and then. Everything had a sound. There was mm-hmm. a West Coast sound. There was an East Coast sound. That we even had a kind of like the biggest thing about the Midwest with Twister and Do or Die and of course Bone Thugs, it was a merger of both. It was sound it had that West Coast, that hard sound of the West Coast, but it had Easy Mo beats making some beats for them too. Mm-hmm. And you know, and the South was really just starting. You know, the and it was Outkast and Goody Mob that really put the South on the map. So now to listen to hip hop music where basically everything sounds the same. There is no no coast. It's yeah. just music is music, which is dope too. But I do miss the day where it was like, all right, man, you kind of knew what you were gonna get when you threw on uh somebody from the West Coast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get that G Funk sound and you get the old school boom pap from the East Coast. But everything does sound the same nowadays, yeah. man. It's yeah. it, the South is still running it. If y'all have not seen this, the final ones, I'm telling you, it's it's four, it's four uh, like episodes. Yeah, and you know I I binge two one day, two the other, mm-hmm. and really, and really like probably gonna go watch it again. Oh, absolutely, I'm definitely <laughs> definitely gonna watch episode three again. The yeah. one that's about an hour twenty. Yeah, that that's was... really the whole rise and fall of death row all in one episode, and then. Another super dope part in part four was the Napster shit. Yeah. The illegally downloading. Man. All hell Napster. They went through literally. Shots out to LimeWire. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Napster and LimeWire was the reason I moved. The, I begged mom to put a computer in my room versus in the <laughs> hall, in the little, you know, hall spot we had. Because that LimeWire and, and all that, I lived on there. Game changer, bro. I lived on there. It's a total game changer. Yeah. You know. That came, I can't exactly remember what year it came out, but I just remember being at my homeboy's apartment back in college, and he was like, yo, come to the, come to the spot. Like, so we fall through, he show us, like, what is this? It's like, you can just download music. I was like, okay, what do you mean download music? Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's free, nigga. It's like, free? <laughs> How is it free? It's illegal, but it's free. Let's get to it. Exactly. Like instrumentals, remixes, just like everything right there at the push of a button. Man. And in and, and, and the probably late to early, late 90s, early, early 2000s time frame when mm-hmm. our generation went from no internet yeah. to internet to what it is now. So it's like, if you think back to how that was at that time, it was like, I can just click here and download all this. Yeah. Like, 
there's not I can't click fast enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> we would just be like, oh yeah, I need that. I need to just download, yeah. download, download. Just like, all right, we are going to download it and then come so back tomorrow. How you're so paranoid with that pop-up that comes up that you want to look at and be like, man, should I click that? Like you got you're at that point in life. But right. Then you're it's like, like, fuck that. Click, then click, it click. was download <laughs> any and everything. And the worst shit would be to get a bad copy. Yeah. Be like, ah, oh, fuck. Delete that shit, or you'll forget to delete it off the computer. So you got like 10 Dr. Dre's next episodes, like yeah. fuck. And then you got a teenager who's a teenager. Hey. So next thing you know, you're clicking on that XXX side. Let's see what this is. <laughs> <laughs> All that came in that time and space. Oh, man. It's, it's, a, it's a moment in time, man, where you think about everything that you got for free. But I, I'll take it back to, you know, they kind of owe me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was buying music left and right, nonstop. And an album that was probably one of the worst albums I ever heard in my life came from Dr. Dre. That Dr. Dre presents Aftermath. <laughs> so after I watched the episode, I go on the good old Apple Music. Mm-hmm. My uh 30 day trial or what is it, 90 day trial just ended. So they just billed me for the year. Shouts out to <laughs> Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> I went on there and I was like, man, was this album really that bad? I tried to listen to that shit. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this shit is bad then. It's even worse now. Right. So then I went on to the next one. I went on to the firm. I was like, this shit is horrible. <laughs> it's like it literally has two songs on here. Like, And then you just go to the masterpiece, which is the Chronic and Chronic 2001. And you just be like, you know what? It was all worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all worth it, man. Dr. That, fucking Dre, man. Yeah, that. Like I, I, I can honestly say I wasn't the hugest West Coast guy at growing up. Mm-hmm. But I can say probably towards the end of my military time to now, I've like slowly caught up with, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would probably, the farthest I went was the Dog Pound. Probably like I really rocked with the Dog Pound. So I knew all these songs and yeah. rocked with them. But like I missed a lot of other, like I missed all of, all that NWA stuff. And, oh man! And it just you know it finally got to the point where it's like that's just as important as all this Pac and Biggie stuff. Yes, because of who's involved, who was doing it, and some of the people are still doing it, or some of the people are just branched off into other things. But it's like that time and space when the West Coast was the West Coast and the Rodney King eras, mm-hmm. and just all that that was involved around it. The whole parental advisory yes. moment in music like those things kind of you know the west coast was a big part of that as well absolutely so. man you think about you know especially on the east like during that time frame man it was a lot of run dmc mm-hmm. and uh it wasn't really until i guess what Coogee rap was like considered the first mainstream hardcore rapper mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying to have some success so it was really about having a good time you know you had ll you know what ll's been about the same thing he's been about yeah. then and now he's I'm, I'm i'm the best and i love the girls yeah. you know what i'm saying they, same <laughs> shit that was then in like what 83 <laughs> right. is in 2017 <laughs> that shit is working yeah yeah <laughs> man broke don't fix it absolutely man speaking but, of broke i want to tell you yeah y'all, go ahead the beats peel xl okay i did not notice was on recall really i've had a beats peel xl for probably two years around there and the wife just randomly comes in the room like 
you know the beast pill is on recall so she starts looking i'm like what so i'm youtubing batteries you know the whole exploding thing mm-hmm. they offer a rebate you could either get $325 in Apple Store credit or $325 to your account. Mm. I looked at the wife like, man, we better send this pill back and just get something else, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. But those that, that's, that's, my, that's my PSA for the day. Yeah, yeah. You got to do, do that. Do that. It's worth, the, it's worth it to go ahead and, and uh, put that serial number in and get that rebate coming. And as a music community, we got to realize that Dr. Dre is never releasing Detox. He's not. It's just not. It's not going to happen. It's, a, it's like, it's a, like a MacGuffin. A MacGuffin is something that people chase in a movie. This is what we're chasing as music fanatics. Like, yeah. man, he's going to release it. This, this time he's for real. <laughs> it's never happening, dude. And like he said in the doc, he's 50 years old. And making music is his young man's game. And that was just the straight transition to Kendrick. So he's <laughs> telling us, he's telling us, hey, man, I'm not making music. I'm going to make music for me. I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going to help. I'm going to help. But my, me, my, my 1% of artists that I rock with. <laughs> but me getting in the studio, making an album again, I guess Compton's probably going to be his last project. I like it. A lot of people was on the fence about it. I really enjoyed it. But he's just. Fall, not falling back because he's doing so many other things, but them, them days are over and it's right in line with Jay-Z's 444. It's a transition mm-hmm. and we can't expect these dudes to stay in that space where they're in between the ages of 25 to 30 anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They keep growing up. They keep maturing. Right. And we can't just be expecting them to release the music like they did before. Like, man, make make that shit like you used to. And well, they're not the think, same people. And neither too, are we. From, from from just a person, a human aspect, when you really chasing something, you do anything for it. Mm-hmm. When you really want it. But then when you've had a little success, you've had a little, you know, monetary, you know, wellness, I guess you want to say. Mm-hmm. The the urge to like risk it all. Yeah. Starts to slowly be like, well, I mean, we we good over here. We living nice. <laughs> I don't, you know, let me think about it. You start, you start contemplating your thoughts more, but when you're younger and just in the, just wanting it, man, you'll, you'll dump everything off and put a storage unit and you gone to wherever you need to go to get it. You yeah. know? So I understand that from, like you say, and me, just me, even like with me and alcohol or me with partying. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't really, I'll go out a couple times a year. I'll be in the club a couple times a year. But when I'm not in the club for a couple times a year, like I don't necessarily want to be in the club or have the urge to drink or yeah. I just like you just reevaluating everything and it's like man I've done that ten thousand four hundred twenty three times like yeah. I don't need to do it four hundred twenty four times you know <laughs> so just that whole has a human trying to be what's the what's the, what's next on your agenda and not everybody else's agenda what they want. People might want you here or want you there. Nah, I'm I'm knocking on 50. Yeah. Things are about to get different for in my life and for y'all, you know. So the want and need to do those things, I don't, it just ain't going to be no more. And people got to accept that in the music industry. Absolutely. And the fact that Jimmy Iovine and him had a 10-minute conversation and it turned into beats. <laughs> Man. The foresight just to have... You know, and it 
Jimmy just taking a walk on the beach, straight coming out. <laughs> ah, let me look at the beach. Oh, hey, man, come here. Uh, yeah, what's up? So, oh, man, Nike or whoever wants me to do endorsement with some sneakers. I don't know. It's like, no, you should do speakers. And we can call it Beats. And fast forward, three billion, bruh? Three billion. And then I love the whole Dre drunk celebrating it and spilling the news early. It's lit. Contemplating life. Like, that was one of the most embarrassing times of my life. Like, now you've had some others. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? To rewind, also, another reason why the doc is super important and super dope is they touch on the D Barnes situation, yes. something that they left out of the NWA biopic. Mm-hmm. See, those things are important, man. Yeah. And I think maybe the maybe the music, not music execs, uh, execs at the movie company didn't want that part in there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's why docs are important, man, because yeah. you get the real deal story. You hear D Barnes' version of what happened. And Dre doesn't dispute it. He's just like, yeah, man, I fucked up bad. <laughs> well, when I got done, I think it was episode three or two, maybe two or three. I was just channel channel flipping. And I don't remember the title, but it was like a doc, a doc on the game. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about his whole upbringing, you know, the whole Compton. When, when, when you know, uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, I can't remember his name, but. It was, you know, people that came out of Compton, uh, Niecy Nash. Yeah, oh, and, uh, and Streets Anderson. of Compton, I think. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just happened to turn past that, and I watched maybe five minutes, and it's like, nah, we're going to start this over. Yeah. Start over, on, but. On the rip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, it's, it's real I'm just, good. I, I'm in that, oh, I just got done with some West Coast vibe, and that came on, and it was perfect, because I, that, that game for me, that. That album, that, that documentary album yeah, is crazy. That album, man, is so dope, and. To hear kind of his upbringing, I ain't know stuff about his father yeah. and and the things that's happened in his neighborhood and e- even how Compton is mapped out with you know x amount of bloods here, x amount of crips here. It's like it's surrounded mm-hmm. by all that, and it's like you don't have to either. You might not say have to be in the game, but you don't have to rep us. Yeah, you gonna have to rep the <laughs> rep the block at least. Yeah. Well, we coming for you. Yeah, man, that, that's that's a whole different animal man. out there, boy. Uh, I remember I had a friend who stayed out there. She used to stay out there for a couple years, and uh, I told her I was going out to L.A. for the actual uh, Rose Bowl or whatever. She was like, "Oh man, y'all have a good time. Y'all gonna be staying at Pasadena, right?" I was like, "No, nah, we staying um in L.A." It's like, "Well, what part of L.A.?" <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like told her, she's like, oh yeah, um, if you know what I'm saying, y'all probably won't. Chances are y'all just gonna be on some tourist stuff. So y'all not gonna be hanging out in these places. But you no, know, if anybody asks you what what set you claiming, don't say oh no, the blah blah. Just just keep just don't say anything. Yeah. Cause <laughs> that will incite them to keep asking you more questions. Mm-hmm. Like they say, what up, cuz? No, don't say hey, what's going on. Don't say that. Right. That's the wrong thing to say. Just right. keep it pushing. Yeah. And it's talking about the don't wear a clipper hat over yeah. here or don't wear it like and I, even going to LA, I've heard that where it's like every color is somebody something. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck do you wear? You know? Right. <laughs> like, just, but like you say, if you ain't really out for that, yeah, you know, it's like if you just hanging out on the stoop, 
you might run across that. Yeah. If you yeah. out just going to, you know, here or there or whatever. Yeah, we was in Pasadena and yeah. Hollywood. We was all Gucci. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was on the, on the safe part of town, so to speak, man. But Snoop's cameos in that little little clip, man, talking about fuck the Rolling Stones, I want to be on the source. That's a fact, man. Yeah. Like in that era, man, when you had the source give you five mics, like I would literally get the source, go through it, see what the mic rating was and determine if I'm going to buy a CD or not. Yeah. Like, oh, man, three and a half. Mm, I can wait. Exactly. I'll wait till somebody else buy it and, <laughs> and I see what it sounds like. It out, yep. And if it's it's a four mic or oh, got my money. Yep. What happened to credibility out here? That's that's where the the the, the need for I, I, I think labels have just became banks. Yes. So they just want to if, if I'm going to give you this. We're going to flip it to this. Yeah. And that's all important. And if it only lasts 12 weeks, only lasts <laughs> 24 weeks, we we okay with that. Yeah. It ain't, it's not about investing in the person. It's mm -mm. about keeping, keeping us striving up. You know, Absolutely. We, we man. ain't wasting no money over here. No, no waste, no waste, yeah. no waste it, for it's, want. It's, man. it's terrible how that's, how that's happened. Cause like you say, the, the whole source, even magazines in general, like, you go to the store with your mom's like, mom, you know where I'll be. Yeah. And I'm in the magazine aisle trying to read as much as I can. When somebody says, hey, you got to buy that. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. There is no more Complex magazine. Yeah. All their content is on Complex.com. And like the source, I mean, they still, to my knowledge, yeah, yeah, but, but it's not it's like. A, it's a quarterly, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like a, like you, you would, you would go, oh, that's a new source. Hold on, mom. Give me five minutes. Yeah. Let me read this real quick. <laughs> see who's but, up next. Yeah. See what's going on. Like, it's just technology. It's taking us it's to a place so fast, where man. it's right here on your phone and you read it now. Or even, like, you know, a lot of places are letting their writers go, like, in, in place of doing video content because people have short attention spans mm -hmm. and they don't want to read this long-ass article. But I love it. Mm -hmm. Like, though. Like, I'm not going to front like I was a big reader when I was a kid, but when if it's something that I really want to know about, I want to read it. Like, those things that come out in the Players' Tribune, I love it. Yeah. Because you get to hear it in their voice and understand where they're coming from. Like, all those articles, I I read everything that comes out on Bleacher Report. Like, if it's something I'm in, into, I love it. I'll be 35 in a few weeks. That's the only way I can still read. And even then, like, I bought that Jay-Z book a couple years ago. I bought the Tiger Wood book a couple of years ago, things that interest me. Mm -hmm. And I'm reading them. But if it's like, if I'm not in a library setting mm -hmm. and it's a TV on or, uh. the, or it's kids running through the, hall, the house and it's just like, I can't focus on it. So like, uh, if it's a topic that I don't like, I go into it like I don't fucking want to <laughs> read this. And I'm like, I read one page, two page, three page, go back to the first page. And I don't remember what I read. <laughs> like, that's how I, str I struggle with that to this day. And it's like, I have to be wanting to read it. But on the flip side, like you say, I, ca I can go to Bleacher Report, I can go to ESPN and read every article about every sport that's on there and be okay. Yeah. And remember it and recite it to my friends. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. That I, I have to be in tune with what I'm reading or my mind doesn't, or I don't, I don't care. I got that, uh, Freeway Ricky Ross book that he dropped off here at the station still ain't cracked that motherfucker. But I gotta, I want to get that Jalen Rose book. He got a book out. Yeah. I might have to just go audio version on that ass though. <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't got time, man. But I wanted to talk about your boy, your guy, Sammy fucking 
Sosa. Oh, Mr. Neapolitan. <laughs> Mr. Neapolitan. This motherfucker <laughs> is pink, my G. Yo. <laughs> this nigga he is, really pink. is pink. And to see the side by side, it's like, bro, you like, you took Michael Jackson on a run for his money. God, and then had the nerve <laughs> to wear a pink fit. Because he knew he pink. This nigga match. <laughs> this nigga matches fit, man. Yo. Like, yo, is, it's something wrong with Yeah, like, I don't understand that. Like, what? I don't know. I, everybody has their own little inner I hates about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody has something. But, like, to, to tackle it, like, that way or to be a, pu- a public figure and tackle that, like, you have to really just be like, fuck it. This is what I want because... How you looking right now? Like, it's 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 borderline movie. We can hire you for a movie for X X Y and Z because we only got to put no makeup on you. This like it's nigga. terrible. Like I remember, like the first time I saw him when he first started bleaching or whatever, I was like, "Damn, he looks fucked up." But yeah. now, this nigga is. I'm looking <laughs> at this shit right now. <laughs> like, bro, Neapolitan. Even this nigga got blue eyes now, bro. <laughs> Like, what the See, fuck? Now you're going to have me going to look for it. Like, look just, at this. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one that just blows my mind. Yeah, exactly. We on the same <laughs> The Nigga. Neapolitan pick. Where he got the chocolate, the vanilla, and the strawberry. And he really looks like all three. Oh, my gosh, man. Like, the <laughs> like we just on the gram now just looking yeah. at shit frankenberry and shit son Man. like this nigga is out here bro <laughs> like it's... i don't even know what else to say <laughs> why though I, I, like I, that's not that that's my question if i run into sammy Sosa, like why Man, we don't know. He nigga. probably be like fuck you because I wanna, but right, exactly. But why? <laughs> but I know, like in their culture down there, they don't like the color of their skin. Well, some I'll say some um don't like the what's the dude? I can't remember. Not Cardinal official because he's from Canada, but uh, da- vibes cartel. Yeah, this nigga went from my complexion to the bottom of my shoes, bro. This nigga was fucking brown. That nigga is clear son <laughs> like bruh like i guess they use some shit called cake soap or something and then it like it like bleaches your skin and it's i yo it's like self-hate to the 10th power bro like i just can't understand like you're you're a like i said public figure like there's no questioning like who is sammy sosa like <laughs> the majority of the people are gonna know in some form or fashion the name sammy sosa at mm-hmm. least so it's like you can't just do that and blend in. Like right. you're not about to just blend into a twelve shades lighter, you know. <laughs> this motherfucker is fucking pink. This nigga <laughs> is the color of his tongue, son. <laughs> Holy shit! It's bad. Like I don't even know what else to say, man. I will. You know what? I got. <laughs> we got to get somebody on the pod, man, to talk about this shit, bro. Yeah. Like. I need a, this I is need out somebody, of my pay grade, bro. I need somebody that's either knows somebody that works in the field. Work, I need to talk to people. Like a doc, we're gonna have to reach out to a doc or something. Yeah, like, like a, a dermatologist or yeah. something. Like, what is this shit that they're doing that he's doing to his skin, like to make him fucking pink? And what's next? Like, 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 obviously you haven't stopped. Obviously you're you're into. Obviously you're into this. Like, what's next? How? 
He, but he like like yo, I'm killing, killing it. I'm kill these <laughs> hoes the, is gonna be on me. Got the pink hat cocked to the side. Like yo, this the new wave. <laughs> no, brother, this. He's <laughs> <laughs> big and fucking pink. All right, change the topic because I'll say this shit. I just keep repeating myself. All right, big <laughs> <laughs> as fucking pink, sir. Come in. What do you want? Who? Gotta. They Gutter. <laughs> Shouts out to people interrupting the pod. It's yeah, all man, good. We it's got all windows good. in the studio. Hey, man, man, when you have to tape at a place where you're employed, that's what happens, yeah. man. It is, is what it is, man. But that nigga pink. Anyway, yeah. Mel hey, B. Let's talk about Mel B. I'm yeah, about Mel B. about that. So, apparently, her scumbag of an ex-husband who put paws on her, by the way, she has to pay him 40k a year so he can get on his feet until he gets on his feet. Now my my one question if $55,000 a year Kev me Kev has yeah. has something going on and separates and goes to court like the, if my wife fights for that lifestyle like they're probably going to be like eh right but when you get the more money you got, like who is whose right is it to be like my lifestyle's gonna change and I don't I don't want it to right motherfucker who had why why do you have number one why do you have forty thousand dollars a month worth of bills yeah like what like what I I know the big houses the big cars the lifestyle I don't know I I get that but just because you dated someone or someone in your relationship made a lot of money. I, I just don't feel like because we don't get along no more, you have a right to that. Like, and it, that comes back to um Mary J ex-husband. Yeah. Can do. Niggas want support like, yo. You you actively was cheating. Yeah, you 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 blew that <laughs> chance. And, and, and you were spending her money on the hotels and on the, Nigga, you fucking on the flights. Up. Big time. Like, see, my thing about it is uh with that whole spousal support and if you I me and the wife, we come up together and shit go left. Yeah. It won't, but if it goes left and we we come up together and I quote unquote make it big or she make it big or whatever, we, we rolling in the dough and shit go left and we bounce. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a want some because I helped you build this and yeah, she should get some because she helped me build whatever we built together. But she, that dude wasn't there when she was out there spicing girling it up. Yeah. Dancing all across exactly. the globe. Exactly. Just doing what she was doing to make this money. You didn't put in on this, bro. Right. And and, and you living in my career. Just because you had chicken wings done when I got home doesn't give you the right to that either. Hell no. <laughs> At all. Now, the, the case in Mary J and Kendu, he was her manager. And I can understand where he's coming from. Well, like, well, I gave up other clients to serve as her manager and also be her husband. So, yeah, y'all separated. You know what I'm saying? You probably should get some bread. A couple contracts need to but be settled. you fuck it up <laughs> by getting busted by cheating on her using her personal stash. That's a, that's a fuck up. You fucking up. But I, can I be honest? Yeah. A part of me, 
as much as niggas lose with child support <laughs> and other shit, like, hey, you winning, bro. You winning. Win. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like back in the day with the OJ shit. It's like, uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't did this to us for so long. Yeah, we'll take this win when we can get it. Exactly. It's, 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 it it's, hey. a part of me is like, bro, you got that off. You got it off. High five, man. But that's a lot of bread, man. I'm, I'm not even sh- like, how much money do she really got? I mean, America got talent probably paying. Yeah. I mean, but other, that's a lot. $40,000, man. That's, that's, who, people, half the people in Dayton don't make $40,000. Exactly. I think the mean income uh, nationally is like, like 55 or some shit like that. 60 or something like that. It's just, I mean, you want that shit a month. And then you could probably go live in fucking DeSoto Bass and ball out, man. Like, like it's lit. You can move. You can like literally take that money and then downsize everything and be just as comfortable as you want to. Don't have to work. Do what you want to. Like, did you did you really work? Did you earn that much to just be like, I can just say fuck it and roll out this and just enjoy life. My biggest thing about that that people like ask for spousal support. Why ain't you have a job, nigga? And why I got support you because. You're no longer my spouse. Yeah. You no longer. So go get your ass a fucking job. You better get out there and flip them fucking burgers. Yeah. Start Shit, holler at start. your girl that work at that subway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just think it's a, it's a, that whole situation when you separate from your spouse, man, like it, something needs to happen where, yeah. you know, these, these things can't allow, be allowed to happen where I'm coughing up bread. Like Everybody got, came 444 and get through it, man. Exactly. I got a partner <laughs> who, you know what I'm saying, he he had to give up part of his pension for this shit. Like, when he separated, like, huh? Yo, pension? Yeah. They get some of that, too? Like, she got a job? Nope. Like, so she just eating off of you. Like, so she ain't even got to get no gig. She just live because of you. I don't understand. The Bad for business. Bad for Let business. Let me ask you man. this, man. How... How much or how tired are you of this Mayweather and McGregor work up beef they're trying to get going for this fight? It feels so chore- like choreographed and thought out and it's it's so it's so wrestling. It's so WWF, yeah, bro. Man. And you know what? You know who's eating it up? My brother. My brother <laughs> loves my brother and one of his uh good friends, Marty, they loving it. They eating it up. They text me. Oh, you see this? You see? It's funny. Well, I would say the first one, the first two are pretty funny. Now it's just redundant. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just over and over. Okay, we're you're gonna say he's stupid, can't read. He's gonna say you're a quitter, and I never tapped out. Blah 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 blah. Look, man, come August 26, we all have an idea of what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm definitely giving you a hundred dollars yeah. on your way to the to the vague to drop me this bet off. Hey. Cause don't hey. get yeah. I'm definitely I'm definitely in tune to it. Yeah, it's yeah. just this build up is like man, just cut it out. I'm I'm not I'm not. It's just it's not a boxing match, man. We know what's gonna happen, man. Floyd's gonna dance. He's gonna jab the shit out of him, and he's gonna get out of there with a decision, man. That just I, is I, what I it is. I think I saw on ESPN that it was like something where Vegas has a line where if Floyd win in four rounds or less. You can t- turn a hundred into a thousand or something. He's not gonna win in four rounds or less. Then I call it that. Happen. What he do? That's and not what he do. Yeah, Floyd is not the attack. He Floyd is the has mastered not getting knocked out. He's Shoulders a, up, he's arms a up, whatever he is. He's he's mastered the defense of boxing. Yeah, it's and it's boxing, and that's what people have to understand. It's not a fight. Yeah, 
it's boxing and boxing is an art hit and not be hit yeah and floyd has mastered that and this is not the octagon where anything goes and well, we're talking about people. we going like, man you nigga you're never getting in that octagon. hell no he <laughs> i will say this mcgregor has a better chance of beating floyd mayweather in boxing than floyd mayweather has and beating him in MMA, Absolutely. without a doubt, tenfold. My, my, my. I just hope McGregor don't forget and kick the fuck out of this nigga. On I me. do. <laughs> yeah. That'll be better for the ratings. It'll be more to talk about. It'll be something interesting because the fight's not gonna be interesting, man. Like yo, this nigga. if if <laughs> if Shane Mosley and Floyd has fought the best of the best and rarely been tested. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he's and professional boxers. You know, he's not going to be tested by a dude. Well, I'm not going to front on McGregor like he's not a great fighter, but this isn't his sport. This isn't his forte. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is a whole different animal, dog. As, as it, it, at least on the outside looking in for MMA for me, you have to have a little bit of knowledge about a lot of other formats of fighting mm-hmm. to survive in an octagon. Yeah. In boxing, you just worried about my hands. In my face. Yes. And making sure that I survive this and, and I can give some out. Yeah. In MMA, it's like, well, I can tackle you on the ground now. We got to roll around. Yeah. Or I can shatter you and keep kicking you in your shin and in your thigh until the bruise is so bad that you just can't walk no more. Now right. I got you limping. Now I can tackle the other side of you or whatever. Yeah, you run off the gates and kick niggas in the face Man. the whole shebang. <laughs> Ain't none of that in boxing, dude. We in here in this square circle. Jab, 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 hook, 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 yep. dodge, dodge, dodge. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's, 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 it's going to be a spectacle, man. It's definitely going to be a spectacle, man. I got to find a couple guys because I don't think I want to drop a hundred for that because I'm going to be mad as shit if they only go a couple. So I got to have at least two or three guys that want to go in, $30, $40, whatever it's going to be. Man, I just remember little... fight parties used to be the shit. Man. Watching a Tyson fight at the crib. And that's what it need to go back to, man. Yeah. It need to come back to the straight HBO shit, man. man. Like, look, man, like these big fights, you dropping a hundred snaps extra. Well, shoot, I think it's even more than that. I think it's like one twenty for HD. Like, damn, you charging me for HD? Right, what's twenty seventeen, bro? <laughs> Don't everybody already got that? Damn, <laughs> y'all did. And y'all wonder why niggas is fucking with the fire stick so heavy? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nah. But I got one last one for you, man. Yeah. Ho, Jigga. My Sean guy. Carter. My guy. Is 444 in Jay's top five mm. albums? <laughs> Not yet. I, I see you over there looking. Not yet. I see you over it's, there looking, man. It's a, well, nah, man, he got too many. Too to, many. To be in, to just be less than a month out the gates in the top five. Like, People look okay when you when you compare your top five basketball, your top five whatever, top five anything. The reason why you're so passionate about your five is because you've been passionate about them, mm-hmm. and, and you rolled. You know, I, I support this, I support that, whatever. For something new to come out and be labeled like or be wanting to be in the top five already, it's like, man, we gotta have some, we gotta have some memories with this first. Something has to, you know, we gotta have to ride down to Berg or ride down to Atlanta and mm-hmm. and just have some memories with it to be, for me, even even a top five thing. Is it dope? Do I love it? Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Top five though, like, imaginary player means a lot to me. Woo! 
You know, reason, reasonable doubt. That whole that means a lot. Can to I me. live? That whole just the blueprints and. Ugh. I would say it like this. I I thought about it. I went to the lab on it, and I'm gonna say it's just outside the top five. It's it's six for me. Okay, now let me say this. Reasonable doubt. In my in my lifetime, volume one, volume two, hard knock life, volume three, life and times S. Carter, the dynasty, Ooh. the blueprint, the blueprint two, the black album, Kingdom Come, American Gangster, Blueprint Three, Magna Carter, four forty four. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a lineup, and you know what? <laughs> going back on it, and this is gonna sound sacrilegious because Jay Z is my favorite rapper of all time. Hove got four duds to me. Yeah, there he got duds four in there. Duds. Oh yeah, he got four duds. Oh yeah. I am not a fan. I hate Kingdom Come. Oh, that's my first one I was going to. <laughs> that I, is a I terrible scrolled album. right there to be like Kingdom Come is I, my I hate that out. <laughs> Only reason I put hate Blueprint 2 is because it's a double disc. If he would have, you know, the classic line of people that make double disc albums, if you'd have just gave me the best 12 songs, it would be dope. But it's so many filler songs and it just seems like songs that he recorded that didn't make the blueprint that just weren't good enough. Yeah. And then they're like, fuck it, I'm about to release another motherfucker. The only thing on that motherfucker is show me what you got. <laughs> Hollywood. I mean, those are like just B minus C plus J. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of other songs on all these albums where you can put them on in any black function. Absolutely. And still get the response you got in that year it came out. And another <laughs> another dud. Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a dope album. Not a fan of that one. He got the song with Ross. Fuck with me. You know I got it. Mm-hmm. That's a banger. But I I can't remember. Picasso Baby is another Baby. one. Um, uh, Holy Grail with, with JT. You know what? I um, never liked that song. Yeah. I never liked that song. It sounds... Part, part two on the run is yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That, that's it? Yeah, that's about it, man. <laughs> and Blueprint 3 is eh, eh. But an album that people don't like of Jay's that I always liked. Let me get The it. Dynasty. Yeah, Dynasty. I like that album. Like, people hate people hate that album, man. I love that album. 1-900 Hustler. Can I be honest? Yeah. My tequila bottle right now is sitting on a Dynasty CD on my nightstand. That's how you using it? I ran across it randomly outside of my CD book. Popped it in, gave it about, really? I probably gave it about three quarters of the album. And I was like, mm. yeah. I'm, dis- I'm a I'm, fan of that album, I'm, I'm disrespecting it a little, but there's, <laughs> there's, it's, only thing I really like, like about that one, I think, is uh, Guilty Into Proven Innocent. Mm. That, that's, I just like that track. I don't know why. I didn't know. I just like it. A lot of the other ones on there. I'm a big fan of American Gangster, Of course, Volume 1. 444, but there's a slight problem I have with Volume 3, especially the Apple Music version mm-hmm. of Volume 3. They don't have the best song on there. They don't have it on there. The one with Dre. That's not? It's not on there. I I, I may be wrong. I may have missed it, but it I can almost guarantee that it's not on there. I'm We're going to look right now. Bear with us. Yeah, this shit's not on there. Really? Uh, where is it? 
bear with us. Angle. Over song, so ghetto, do it again. Dope man, things that you do is hot. Snoopy track, S Carter, mm-hmm. rock, watch me, big pimping. There's been a murder coming, get me. NYMP. There it is. No watch me. No watch me. There is no watch me. So I'm looking me at the there. discography and you're looking at Apple Music. Yeah, so I'm I- on there. No watch me. Watch me is supposed to come. See, they replace watch me with is that your bitch? Mm. I wonder why. That is one of those <laughs> that is one of those Apple Music mysteries, man. I'm sure it's probably on fucking title. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Motherfucker. And again, I wonder why. <laughs> exactly, man. Oh, you you a motherfucker, man. man. You a motherfucker, man. But my question is, what's the number one album? Is it Reasonable Doubt or Blueprint? That's I think that's the only argument about Jay-Z. For like, me, it's, it's Blueprint. Yeah, I agree. Because Reasonable Doubt to me is classic, but Blueprint means more to me than Reasonable Doubt. Like, I was, I, was, I mean, 96, 97, I'm, what, 16? Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're starting to get into your own and, and what you like and what you don't like, but then the other is just more. It means more to me. Right. Reasonable doubt. I started liking that the older I got. Yeah. And then the blueprints and all the even all the other ones in that time and space. I loved them. Mm-hmm. Reasonable doubt. I could never. Maybe I was one to party too hard and there's one of them party tracks or whatever. But it was just like it was it was too deep for me. At, at young, but then when you start seeing old heads, you know you start hearing people talk about it. You at you know chill gatherings and it's playing, and you seeing people reciting the their favorite one liners, and it's like that grew on me the older I got. Reasonable doubt will always be one of my favorite albums of all time because it has probably my favorite. Yeah, not without doubt, the favorite Jay Z song of all time for me is the Evils. Um, my friend, I, we've been cool since we was probably 15 years old. My homegirl, Leslie, mm-hmm. you know, I'll pick her up for school, roll the whip. And she was like, yo, this is I was heavy. West Coast, heavy. Snoop, Dre, Doll Pound, every rip. <laughs> like, yo, throw this Jay-Z on. I'm like, Jay-Z? Man, I don't fuck with this dude, man. Yeah, I ain't. Right. Throw it in. So day after day after day we listen to jay-z 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 and that shit starting to grow on me but i can't let it show because i'm like yo i'm (laughs) throwing up my w's out here (laughs) cuz and it's like yo this shit is fucking fire son and what do every nigga do when they get a dope cd or tape you steal it (laughs) (laughs) right right jack move i gotta shout out naz op wife Mm -hmm. she posted that hard copy went to the store and got the 444 i'm I'm just sitting there looking at that picture like let me catch you sitting that down nowhere now (laughs) (laughs) i might go pick up i might have to go get it because me and the wife man we clean up saturday morning what what, the last few weeks it's been 444 in in rotation and the more i listen to it the more I like find myself liking it, like it's starting to have an effect on me. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm in the car coming here, 30 minute drive. Sounds perfect to me. Run through this, you know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. the the how it was created, how it was packaged, what he's talking about. 
in the world we live in where everything is go, go, go. Mm-hmm. So you can take a car ride to anywhere and get through most of it. Yeah. It's like, that's perfect. You know, there's nothing worse than wanting to hear an album and you get to point A to point B and you only in four to five tracks. Shit, that's like a Master P album. Exactly. <laughs> you try to throw on Ghetto <laughs> Dope today, boy, you be like, damn, nigga, I'm still on track two. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So Ghetto I- Dope was a classic album, man. People hate on P. Like, Master P ain't have bangers, man. And I and I used to be one of them dudes, like, wasn't a Master P guy. Mm. But Ghetto Dope is fucking classic. I'm going to have to go listen to that again. Ghetto. Hey. Uh, hey. 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 Get five on the- <laughs> hey. Man, Ghetto Dope's fucking classic, man. Yeah. yeah. But there it is, man. Another episode in the books, man. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nag. DJ Killer Kev. What up, Izzy? What up, DeMarco? Always holding us down, man. We be back next week. Peace.